We're here with Cardinal-Webb head coach Carol McCray. Coach, uh, big win this past weekend over Charleston Southern, um, 17-10. Uh, scored the go-ahead touchdown with 26.5 on the clock and held them off. And it was a, a great celebration for the running Bulldogs yep. down in the low country. Talk about the locker room after that game and, and uh, kind of how that felt. Well, I'm really certainly <clears throat> happy for the kids. You know, we, we had a tough three or four weeks, you know, prior to that ball game. And, had a really tough week up in Lynchburg the week before in overtime. We didn't pull a game out. And, you know, I certainly has some concerns about our football team. How would they act and react to that? I uh, felt a lot better after last Tuesday's practice. We had a really good, we had really good work on Tuesday. Uh, <clears throat> we had good leadership and a lot of energy at practice. We had a good Wednesday. Uh, our quarterback had a great day Wednesday as far as his work and how he came out there and moved the offense around. And then uh, pretty good work on Friday. And um, we enjoyed our family time, travel on Friday down to Charleston. And I just thought the kids had a good look. I was impressed with what they did. You never know if that's going to pay off. But uh, uh, the practice really paid off, and they hung in there together. I thought we we, we complimented each other, offense, defense, and kicking. We, we played together and for each other. And I thought we played off each other. You know, the defense got playing good, and the offense took advantage of some things. And I thought we took some steps as a program. And uh, when it pays off and you can win a big ball game against a highly ranked team, it really gives, uh, you know, a, a lot of joy to the kids. And in the end, you know, how they look in that locker room means a lot to me. And so I was very ecstatic for them and the assistant coaches. I thought they had a good game plan and put them in good position. And then this week our kids took advantage of some of those positions and made a lot of plays. Because we've talked about this in the past, but um, been much more competitive this year in a lot of ball games. Yeah. Five or six losses have been by two scores or less. Um, how important is it to actually win one of those close games to to show um, get, get some of the development that they've actually made? Well, I think I think winning um, it just it overcomes a whole lot of uh, mental, mental stress and strain, and you know the boys go through a whole lot. You know they they want to win sometimes. You know, when you don't get that result at the end, you know, you start wondering, are we doing the right things and all that. And we we kind of run our program on a steady basis. You know, we have a game plan. We stick with it. We don't do more or less. You know, we ask our kids to take advantage of reps in practice and all that and believe that that's enough to prepare you if you do your very, very best. And, you know, when you come out with a win like that, I think it validates what you're doing and how you're doing it and uh, continues to allow them to grow on a daily basis. Tyro Maxwell had another great game yeah. on Saturday. Uh, 83.7% of the offensive yeah. output came through him. When he's on like that, when he gets to, you know, moving and shaking like that, when he's running and, and make, making plays with his arm, yeah. uh, how, how effective can that offense be? I, I think he, he makes us very explosive. You know, we got some good receivers. Mike Estes is a real big weapon. And of course, he hit Mike six or seven times and for the game winning touchdown in the end zone. But, uh, you know, he's a real – he's a real – like a lot of guys, he's a real rhythm guy. He, he enjoys playing the game. And, uh, you know, when he gets in a rhythm and we get a little bit of run game going with him, and I uh, thought his arm looked in pretty good shape. We still had a couple of drops. You know, a couple of the best balls he threw, you know, were dropped on him for big first downs. So, uh, he played very well. I think he's gained a lot uh, in the last four weeks. I've seen him grow, take another step, and uh, – you know, sometimes we as coaches can see things others can't. And I think last week in practice uh, was when I saw him take a big step. And then it's good to see him come out and have 360 yards of offense out of 430. I mean, that's pretty stout, whoever you're playing, much less, uh, you know, a top-10 defense. So very, very talented young man. And 
Uh, he laid it on the line for the Bulldogs. I mean, he's beaten bruised when he got home. But, um, you know, we didn't hurt near as much this past Sunday as we did the week before. That's just the way it is. On the defensive side, you came out and held a pretty high-scoring, high potent offense to 10 yep. points. And uh, a guy that we almost started to take for granted because he's so steady is Chad Jeter. Yep. He had 10 tackles again on Saturdays, five straight weeks with double-figure tackles. Yep. He just makes the plays when they're close to yep. him and leads that defense very, very well. Well, he does. You know, Chad made some outstanding plays. He he made some great plays, to be honest with you. You know, they're a very strong running football team and uh, had been very powerful with their offense. I think Chad's a spearhead on defense, you know, and Cook's the book in on the other side. And, you know, they forced the edges pretty well for us. But uh, Chad had another great game, made a lot of plays, uh, made some big plays on third down to help us get off the field. And, uh, you know, he's got one more game left to do that for the running Bulldogs, and I think he'll be ready to go again. Well, Coach, you close out the season on November 19th, um, Saturday against Monmouth, uh, 1.30 kickoff. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, playing your last game at home, uh, senior day against a Hawks team that, that have uh, kind of had your number the last two years. Yeah. and. Uh, um, both, you know, tough games, one up in New Jersey, one here last year to close yeah. out the season. Always seems we wind up playing uh, Coach Callahan's squad on the last day of the season. Yeah. Talk a little bit about what you've seen on, of, of them on film so far. Well, Coach Callahan, you know, they, they've had an interesting <coughs> year, and it's been a difficult year for them. Started off 4-2, and two, you know, and they have not had a good month uh, this past month. most difficult thing for, I think, Monmouth is, you know, they're renovating their stadium. You know, they've got an 11-game schedule. they only got three home games. That's been tough on the kids and the coaches. And um, the, the great benefit is going to be all the new things they're going to get, you know, to get equal in the Big South Conference. But uh, it's been tough them being on the road. I'm grateful we don't have to go to New Jersey this week, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, I think I told the coaches, and uh, we're pretty honest with our players when we prepare, I, I felt like up there two years ago and last year, they executed their game plan better than we did. And uh, that's a challenge for our, our coaches and our players. You know, we need to execute against Monmouth if we want to win the football game. Uh, we're very capable. Certainly they're capable of beating us. We have high respect for Coach Callahan's team. They're coached well. They're a very fundamental football team. And, uh, you know, they can be explosive on offense. But uh, we have to execute better. And we have to execute and continue to grow in that area if we want to beat Monmouth in that last game and have a big senior day when we march 13 or 14 guys out there for their last game wearing that red and black. But uh, they're an explosive team on offense. They're number one in our league, uh, throwing the football, uh, completion, percentage, pass first downs, and, uh, you know, they're very stingy on defense. You know, they got uh, maybe possibly defensive player of the year uh, at safety, you know, on their football team. And um, it, it will have our hands full. They will be ready to play. The other interesting thing about their schedule, they're open as we're open. So they have two weeks to prepare just like we do. Very weird schedule this year because of Coastal leaving the Big South Conference with what's going on. So uh, they'll have a chance to heal up. They'll have a good game plan. We will have to play very, very well and prepare well to uh, win this last ball game. Gardner-Webb will host Monmouth on Saturday, November 19th, 1.30 p.m. You can listen here on WGWG.org and watch on the Big South Network. Thanks for listening.